Welcome to the Evolved Marriage Podcast. This is episode eight, and today we're going to talk about why your communication sucks. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome. How are you feeling today, Eric? I'm feeling confused. Today, today I was challenged uh, in one of my mastermind groups. And it was, you know, it was a lot to take in. I was challenged in a lot of different ways when it came to uh, some some of the things I've been working on. Um, and, you know, like when you think you're doing like well and they obviously want what's best for me, but like they're challenging me and I'm like, oh God, mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted validation. Tough love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and you know, when I, when I got off the call, I, I was kind of like, okay, like I, I got to sit with this. Yeah. How, how are you feeling? I am feeling energized. I've uh, really taken this week to re- get into a workout routine and get active again, which I've been really slacking off on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't know, something this week just clicked and I was like, I got to get moving. Like, I am not feeling good. Summer's coming. <laughs> You're like, oh, those bikinis are <laughs> staring at me. What? It's not just for looks, it's just for how I'm feeling. I feel yeah. low energy. I feel kind of like blah. So I think that this is kind of giving me this new energy. <laughs> yeah, that, that is great. But yeah, so today we're talking uh, about communication. Yeah. And what we've noticed is in a lot of our communities, this is something that a lot of couples bring up. It's kind of something we suck at, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, and I think a lot of times we just don't necessarily have the skills um to really slow things down and uh, understand exactly what we're trying to communicate. And I think oftentimes, you know, we're communicating in these very quick and efficient ways. Um, we're, we're really good at passing off information when it comes to the kids or work or mm-hmm. schedules. But when it comes to what's going on inside, our feelings, our wants, our desires, um, it's a little bit more complicated to talk about those things. Yeah, it definitely takes some vulnerability and it, it takes that sense of, openness and being emotionally ready to open up to your spouse. Yeah, I agree. And how you relay messages and how you receive messages, you know, our our next episode after this podcast, uh, next week, we're actually going to do an episode all on how we receive messages, right? The listening aspect. Mm -hmm. So today is how we're crafting and giving the message. So we're going to talk about three pitfalls, uh, three reasons oftentimes why uh, your communication is not working and it's not coming off well. It's not efficient. That's right. And then we're going to give you uh, three tips or tools or skills uh, that you can really work on to craft a better way to communicate that's not only efficient, but actually allows for more connection every time you're communicating. Exactly. So do you want to start with number one? Sure. So one of the first things that we do uh, that's challenging is we often go into communication pointing fingers. We'll go into communication blaming the other. We kind of go in with guns blazing and we're like, you, 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 you. Our message is very directed to the partner instead of directed to ourselves. Yeah. And this often comes from a place where, you know, we have this feeling that we're sitting with and instead of going deeper inside and really understanding where that's coming from, we actually try to change our outer circumstances to feel better. So that's oftentimes where that communication is coming from, right? I want you to do a certain thing. And I think that by you doing that, I will feel a certain way. I will feel better. Yeah. And to get that, to feel better, 
I'm going to use guilt. I'm going to shame you. I'm going to make you feel really, really bad about yourself so that you feel so bad that you're going to give whatever it is that I need to me. Uh, why don't we move on to our second one? Yeah, sure. So another one that we often do is we wait too long before giving a message. So yeah, what ha- this. Exactly. Yeah, me too. Exactly. You are guilty <laughs> exactly. of this, Eric. I didn't know that's where you were going. Sorry. I was just like, exactly, Eric, I was talking. You interrupted me. So yeah, we definitely wait too long. So we let things stew. We get angry and then we sit on it for days, for weeks, for months. And then all of a sudden that person does one tiny thing and boom, (laughs) it comes out all at once. You never do this. You always do that. And it comes out very aggressive and uncontrolled and unplanned. And then when that happens... What are we trying to get across is so unclear. It's usually unkind because we've just let it sit for way too long. Yeah, and it festers, right? And it becomes, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I've been guilty of this in the past. And it's you let it sit and you're like, well, I don't really want to say this. Like, it's just, it's just a little something. Mm-hmm. But those little somethings tend to build. And they actually start to reaffirm that deep feeling that you have, which maybe is you feel unimportant, unwanted, unseen, unheard. And so, yeah, just like you said, right, that's building, building. And then all of a sudden, a little thing happens that really might have nothing to do with the situation that you've been thinking about. And you just let it out. And the fact that you didn't, you know, buy my favorite sauerkraut ends up being we we haven't been having sex for four months and I'm losing my (laughs) mind. And and you're just like, what is going on? And really what happens is you're totally blindsided. Your partner is totally blindsided in those moments and Mm -hmm. they have no clue what's going on. Yeah. And I know for me, I've been very guilty of doing that, but that's because I'm conflict avoidant. So if Eric does something or says something that triggers me or bothers me, instead of finding a right time to talk to him about it or bringing it up right away, I'll slip it under the rug, I'll move it aside, I'll ignore it. And then all of a sudden, just he says something or does something, and then I just shut down. But it's all those like resentment feelings that I've had built up inside. And that's how it shows up for me. It doesn't show up as a blame game. It shows up as completely shutting out, shutting down, needing a break, wanting to hide from the world. And I think that that's something that I've definitely had to work on is learning to talk about those things before they build up for too long, because it's so important to let those feelings out and let my partner know what is going on for me so that it doesn't all come out at once. <laughs> yeah. And and I think, you know, it definitely affects how you show up, you know, for yourself as a mother, as a wife, when you really continue to repress these feelings. Mm-hmm. Right? And, I, and I just want to touch base on one last thing on this, because I think there is a difference between, you know, being open and allowing some of these feelings to flow through you and letting them go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people where they're like, oh, that doesn't bother me. And then like six months down the line, it all comes back because mm-hmm. they're actually just pushing it down. Right? Yeah, they're convincing themselves that this doesn't bother them. They're trying to convince themselves. Yeah, because I don't want to be one of those guys or one of those girls that gets angry about that stuff. Yeah. But the reality is, depending on my mood and my situation, what's going on in my life, sometimes you do things that are perfectly normal. And I'm like, oh, hey, that kind of bothered me. Let me talk about it. And you're like, why? And I'm like, hmm. To be honest, when I sit with it, I have a lot of stress at work and I actually need to kind of remove myself from the situation, go for a run, go for a walk, because like just being around you is frustrating to me and that has nothing to do with you. That's clearly a message to me saying, hey, I can't be in this space. 
Mm-hmm. So I need to release this energy that I'm holding on to. Right. Um, but oftentimes, sadly, uh, you know, our partner can receive some of these these things that we're sending to them, especially when it's building up continuously. Okay, so let's move on to our third point. Yeah, so the third point really is that you actually don't have clarity when you're when you're uh, communicating that you don't even have clarity over what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. right? What is your desired end state? What is the point of this communication, right? Typically, as human beings, very rarely will we will we expend energy talking to our spouses unless we have some sort of want, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. we want to connect. Maybe it's we want to stop some sort of suffering, some sort of pain. So, oftentimes, what happens is we're really unclear about the message that we're trying to send. And we're we unclear just, about what it is we want exactly. before giving the message. And we just barrel into to mm-hmm. communication with our spouse and we just start going down the rabbit hole. And then our partner is left to, to kind of defend and, and be like, hey, I don't know exactly what you're trying to say, but I'm trying to figure it out. And because you're not unclear with exactly what message you're trying to relay, it makes for your communication to go nowhere. And exactly. it ends up being quite confusing and usually ends up in conflict if your relationship is not in a very healthy place. So just quickly to go over the the three pitfalls that couples tend to get into, uh, number one is you tend to really point fingers, uh, try to get other people to do things, right? Get your partner to change their behaviors in order to feel better. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly communicating what they need to change. Number two is you wait way too long and that stuff builds and you you push it down and eventually like a pressure cooker or like a, like an atom bomb like I was for some parts <laughs> in our relationship, uh, it just goes off and it's it's too much. Or you spend your time, you know, having that inside you and you're just constantly picking and nagging and, and resenting. Mm-hmm. And then the last way is really that you're unclear about exactly what you're trying to say. So the message comes off confusing. You don't even know what you're saying or talking about. And it's even that much more confusing when your partner's receiving that message. So we really want to be more clear about that. So really three of the solutions that we want you guys to move towards when you are crafting your message and you want to express yourself. So do you want to start with number one? Yeah. So when you're... Uh, getting ready to, before even speaking to your partner, it's really important to stop, slow down, and really think about what is it that I want to do. Take some time, journal, talk to a friend, talk to a professional, talk to somebody. Before you go and have a conversation with your partner, take the time to really plan what it is you want to say. What is it that I want? What is it that I need? What is it that I'm missing, lacking? What is? How is this affecting me so that when you go to your partner you can really use i statements instead of pointing the finger and blaming yeah i agree and this can you know depending on what the subject you're trying to broach really this can be as easy as taking two three minutes before Mm -hmm. you're about to jump into a conversation uh or if it's a it's a very heavy thing you might want to run it by a friend right through your tribe uh or craft it out with a journal entry um and really think about like you said you know what is that message that you're trying to give so that you have some clarity as to how you want this message to be sent. This is more about expressing yourself in a healthy way instead of expecting them to do something different because of the message you're giving them. Exactly. So when you're crafting your message, you're not trying to convince your partner of something, Mm -hmm. nor are you trying to get your partner to a place where they're going to be on the same page as you. You're literally just sharing an idea. You're sharing a thought. You're sharing something that's going on in your heart, in your head. So... Really crafting that message is so important to remove all expectations. But it's also important to plan, when am I going to talk to my spouse about this? 
Yeah, and, and we're definitely jumping in. So this is really the second part. So the first part that Kate talks about crafting your message, that happens before the conversation. Uh, now where we're into this idea of the timing, right? We're, we're getting into timing, tone, and boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the conversation, right? So like Kate said, you want to think about your timing. Um, you know, I'm sure Kate doesn't want to pause an action movie that we're watching in order to have a conversation. That would be horrible timing. <laughs> yeah. um, so really think about what is the timing that's best. And sometimes even when we're having, you know, heavy discussions or we're going to get into them, uh, oftentimes what I'll do or what Kate will do is we'll ask permission and say, hey, I got something that's a little bit heavy, you know, is now a good time or do you want to put some time on the calendar or we can talk about it? And I'm like, ooh, you know, to be honest, now is not a good time. I had kind of an emotional day. I'm kind of a wreck. I need some working out. Um, so can we put it on the calendar tomorrow so I can be ready and willing when I show up? Mm-hmm. That's a great way, especially to do some of these heavier topics. Uh, the second part that we really want to talk about uh, during this phase is the tone, right? So this is something that I'm super guilty of. I'm passionate. I have a loud, booming voice typically. Mm-hmm. Um, so really understanding your tone and how you're giving it. And I think it's really important to understand that your tone, you need to really measure it based on how the person is receiving it. Right. Because to me, it might be totally okay for me to have this loud, booming, intense conversation. But if Kate is not able to receive the message in that tone, well then if I want to be effective, I have to adjust my tone so Kate doesn't feel threatened. Now we're getting to boundaries, right? So during the conversation, it's really important to think about the boundaries that you set, not only for yourself, who is expressing the message, but also a boundary around how this you know, person's going to act and what you're going to do if that person acts a certain way. Yeah. And it's really important to set these ahead of time to know before going into the conversation, if I feel triggered, if I feel unsafe, if I feel uncomfortable, I'm going to tell my partner I need five minutes and I'm going to go recompose and come back. Um, Really setting those boundaries is important because you don't want to get to a place where your emotions take over the message you're trying to send across. Yeah, absolutely. And, And also boundaries for yourself as well in terms of how am I going to show up in this conversation? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be raising my voice? Right? I'm not going to be calling. I'm not going to be name calling. I'm not going to be doing these things that's really going to trigger my spouse. Yes. And so, not only do you need to set those internal boundaries of how you're going to express yourself, but like Kate said as well, these boundaries on the outside that hey, when this happens and I feel a certain way, this is what I will do. Right? Mm-hmm. I will remove myself. I'll take ten minutes and I'll come back. Because you only have control over yourself. So during the conversation, you really want to think about timing, tone, and boundaries. And then when you're wrapping up the conversation, probably the most important part that often gets overlooked Mm -hmm. is you want to check in with your spouse and really get feedback about what they're receiving. Yeah. And something you often say to me is, how do you feel about what I'm saying right now? Yeah. And I really like that because it gives me the opportunity to say, well, kind of makes me feel uncomfortable or it kind of makes me feel really excited. I love that you brought that up. And I think... Oftentimes what happens, you know, because we have different communication styles, um, it's really important not to have expectations that the person is going to give you a response right away, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, for me, it's I'm kind of quick, shoot from the hip. You know, I'm, I'm kind of intense when I talk. And I think to you, you need to process a little oh, bit yes. more, right? Yeah. So for me to be like, so what do you think? And you're like, I don't know. Well, I can't start just badgering you. Well, tell me, you know, it's yeah. like, I need some time. Actually. And that's something that I've had to learn about myself is I need to really take time and it's okay for me to take that time. So it's okay for me to tell you, Hey Eric, 
I'm going to need a day to process this. I'll get back to you tomorrow and then get back to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's very, very important to follow, follow, through follow through and get back to your partner with feedback. So the three things that really we want you guys to walk away from here is number one, before the conversation, get really clear about crafting your message. Uh, number two, during the conversation, think about timing, tone, and boundaries, right? And then lastly, to wrap up the conversations that you're having, get some feedback, be open to it, allow your partner to respond. If not right away and they feel like they need to process a lot of the things you just said, give them time, maybe take a day, right? Maybe take a couple of days if they need it. So that's really what we want you guys to take away is really thinking about the way that you're communicating in order to elevate the connection in your marriage. So that's it for us today. Thank you so much for being here. All the information is in our show notes, information about where you can get resources, um, all our contact information, how you can find us on Instagram. And uh, please don't forget to share this episode with anybody who you think might benefit from it, uh, just to really get the word out there and help as many marriages as we can. Thank you so much for being here again. And we love you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.